Welcome to Gunner Trash, episode 248, Hammett. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. How's it going? Eh, you know, pretty good. All right. And you, sir. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. I think we're doing all right. Yeah. We're a couple of all right guys. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like chilly outside. It is. It's awesome. Oh, it's so cool. It's going to go back up again. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but but we can enjoy this while we have it. I am. Yeah. I think for a couple of days, eh? It's going to be in the 50s? Uh, no. Really? Yeah. Like it goes up to 69 tomorrow and then in the 70s and 80s the rest but of the week. But I'm in the evening, though. I'm no, talking. in the evening. It'll be like 50s. That's awesome. 50s, 60s. It's awesome. Yeah, but like I want it all the time, consistently. Sixties is fine. I want it in. I want it at sixty. Uh, right at the sixty. On the, okay. And then forties uh, in the night. So when you're when you're president of the world, uh-huh. you'll make that happen. Yes. I think it's perfect. I'm it's pretty excited. Perfect. It is. If the sun is out, it is not perfect. Oh. Because the sun causes heat, and heat is bad. The sun's great, uh-huh. as long as it's not you know ninety degrees. Mm-mm. Well, I, for one, am Strong s- so enjoying it. Oh, because it's great today. Yeah. Today is great. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. You'll get no denial of that for me uh, about today. Right, right. Today has been the weather-wise perfect. All right. Hey, well, there you go. That's hey. something. That is something. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect day to uh, watch a movie. I did that. Yeah. And then you came over and I watched another one. Oh, you watched another one earlier? Yes. What would you watch? <laughs> a waste of time. A waste of time. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it was not called that. It was under the title uh, American Mary. Hmm. But it should have just been called A Waste of Time. American Mary. What was yes. that? Uh, it's a movie starring a bunch of Canadians. <laughs> well, right off, that's kind of odd. <laughs> Uh, it is about a, uh, a medical student who, uh, she, uh, can't afford to pay her bills, and, uh, so she is, uh, looking for a, a side job, and she decides to, uh, uh, send her resume to a strip club. Hmm. Uh, they take resumes. Apparently they don't. Huh. Uh, and that is where the big problems of this movie start. <laughs> uh... Like they're upset that she bothered to send a resume? Uh, no, if she hadn't have brought her resume, the rest of the movie wouldn't have happened, and, and thus the conflict wouldn't have been there. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was like the MacGuffin or whatever. Sort of, yeah. yeah. It, it, the catalyst. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she, she uh, drops off her resume at this uh, strip club. She uh, you know, is supposed to be auditioning for the uh, strip club manager, and then... Uh, Suddenly, they find out that, uh, like, you know, one of their guys, like, uh, just got royally fucked up. And, uh, because she's a medical student, she can help, and they pay her $5,000 to, uh, prevent him from dying. Oh, sweet. And so, uh, so, uh, she, uh, you know, does that, and she goes back home, and then the next day, she, uh, gets a phone call from a mysterious baby-voiced woman. Who uh, you know, wants to uh, procure her services? Uh, 
Uh, she found her because of the resume that she left at the strip club. Ah, okay. Uh, it turns out that uh, she is into uh, body modification, and uh, she uh, has a friend who wants to do some extreme body modification no. that a uh, doctor wouldn't do for her normally. Wow. So uh, she gets paid like $12,000 to perform this operation on this woman, uh, which is that uh, she wants to look like a human doll. So she has her nipples removed and her vagina sewn up. Huh. Uh, and then uh, she basically decides that uh, she makes a ton of money doing this. So she starts a business and drops out of medical school to uh, do severe, extreme body mods. See, you never can underestimate the uh, value of a good resume. Yep. That's what the uh, moral of that film was. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, like somebody does something wrong to her and so she uh, exacts revenge and then it's just a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds awful. Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not awful in the, the way that I think you were thinking of, maybe, but uh, it is uh, just uh, dull as fuck. Really? Okay. For something that involves like strippers and body modification. Right, yeah. You would yeah. think that would be a little more exciting. Sure, right, you know, right. medical stuff and then, you know, right. uh, you know, uh, uh, unnecessary surgery and, you know, yeah. uh, you know revenge surgery. Right, a big revenge surgery. Now, right, there's yeah. there's the name of that movie should go under. <laughs> but then I would be even more excited for <laughs> right. it. And then it would have been just an even wow, bigger revenge surgery. I like that. That's a great, or I could even be a, you know, like a indie rock band or something. Sure, yeah. I could open for Vampire Weekend. Oh, I'm not seeing that movie then, or that, uh, <laughs> that concert. Oh, well, you're not a, not a fan of Vampire Weekend. Fucking no. I, I, I know I've heard them, but if, I, if you played them and three other bands I've never heard for me, I couldn't tell you which one. I'm going to guess them. it would be the shittiest one. It would be Vampire <laughs> oh, Weekend. Okay. Uh, the one that, uh, Probably sounds the, the most like pretension. See, I I remember not hating it when I heard it, but I remember also not being like, you know, I need to investigate further. Like right, right. it was just like a complete indifference, you know. I heard a song, and uh, yeah, that was it. Hmm. Oh. Well, maybe one uh, revenge surgery, but it's not there. Uh... If they're anything like Vampire Weekend. <laughs> I'm not into it. Maybe they'll have a violin player, and they'll just go in a, you know, even worse direction for you. And I used to play violin. So oh, really? I am on the side. I am on. I am pro violin. Really? Uh, but uh, not as far as uh, pop music goes. If if you would have said I played one of these 100 instruments, and you wrote 100 instruments down. Uh-huh. And violin was on the list. Yeah, it probably would have been the last one I picked. Really, I had no idea. Oh yeah, like this so is so even school. even above clarinet. I would have assumed, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. What What about me strikes you as a potential clarinet? Oh player? no, no, it's not the clarinet. <laughs> it's the anti-violin. Like I would have thought you would smash any violins that no, come no. within three feet of you. I played violin. I played viola, and I played the string bass. Hmm. In addition to electric bass and guitar. See, now I can see the string bass. And the, yeah, oh, I can sure. see it's that. a giant instrument of death. Well, I mean, they just seems like a violin is so kind of pretentious-y. That, I, mean, I mean, I love violin music, but I mean, 
as far as like just a couple of moron dudes like us, you know, it seems like, I like classical music, right, right. Yeah. But I, and, and that's what, what it's used for, classical music, exactly. But right. everything one likes, that one doesn't try themselves. Like I, I, I'm, I'd be surprised. I would, wouldn't be surprised that you like violin music, okay. but I'm very surprised that you play violin music. Oh. Well, I don't play. <laughs> I haven't played in right. 23 years. Right. It just surprises me. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, there's no like judgment there. No, no, just, no. It just doesn't seem, you know, <laughs> it just doesn't seem like something that, you know, some moron from Ohio would play. <laughs> Yeah, I used to play. When That's I was cool. In the school's orchestra. That's awesome. I was in uh, sixth grade through seventh grade, something like that. No, and actually, it was like fifth grade through through seventh grade. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. You never know. We've known each other. We've talked for a thousand hours on this show, even, and that has never come up as weird. Yeah, that is weird. No. Hmm. Hmm. We need. I need to hire a detective to find out all these different things about you. Sure, sure. Maybe I could hire Dashiell Hammett. Yeah, but that guy's a writer. He's <laughs> but, not a detective. But he was also kind of a detective in this film well, that we yeah, watched. He was. Yeah. So let me start off by saying, I was very disappointed to learn this was not anything about Kirk Hammett. <laughs> That's why you agreed to it. I agreed to it. Yeah. I even said so on because. Uh, as the listener may know, on the last episode, you picked a completely different movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. I haven't listened to the, the thing that you changed. <laughs> I uh, well, I just added to the end of it that uh, you had picked a movie that actually was not available. Yeah. And you had uh, picked this other movie, uh, Hammett, by Wim Wenders. And uh, I was really looking forward to seeing this documentary <laughs> slash biopic about the Metallica guitarist Kirk uh, Hammett. <laughs> And uh, that is not what this was. It wasn't at all. I know, right? I was I just assumed, I guess, due to Wim Wenders' association with Bono, that uh, he would have done this thing about Metallica. Because, <laughs> like, you know, all musicians, popular musicians, hang out, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. You know, same circles, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Some sort of Coke party where the, you know, Bono and Kirk Hammett just happened to and be. And the on. drummer from Vampire Weekend. Right, and yeah. Surgery, disaster, uh-huh. or whatever it's called. Rape surgery. <laughs> Revenge surgery. <laughs> Rape surgery. That would be a different kind of band. That would, that would be like something on Relapse Records or something. <laughs> but also conjures up, I mean, that's, that's a very, you know, it's it's an illustrative name title for a uh-huh. band as well, but, but yeah, I know this. Yeah, and and also Kathleen informed me because, like I mentioned moments ago, we're just a couple of morons from Ohio. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I guess it's Vim Vendors. It's not Wim Winders. Well, of course he's German, right? But you know, <clears throat> so and there's that. Basically, what I'm saying is that she can shove that up her ass. <laughs> we, from here on out, we'll be calling him Wim Wenders. Oh, okay. All right. It is, uh, I like the name. It's cuter. Like Vim Vendors. That sounds so evil. Yeah. Wim Wenders. I want to hug that guy. Yeah. Although, you know, eh, maybe that fits him. Vim. <laughs> Vim Vendors. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. This is our, this is our second it Wim is. Wenders movie. Yeah. Um, I'd forgotten. I kind of looked up to see what else he did, and I forgot he did Paris, Texas. Yep. 
which we watched like three years ago. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we did not enjoy. I enjoyed a portion of it. Mm. I guess. Yeah. And the movie was not. We, we both walked away from it to not like it. Right. I, I love Harry Dean Stanton, though. I like, I could it. watch him do anything. Mm. No. Mm. I can watch him mow a lawn mm. for two hours. Didn't he do that in that movie? Mow a lawn for two hours? No, no, his brother rode a lawnmower for an hour and a half. <laughs> really close. <laughs> Straight story you're referring to. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I uh, I did a little uh, investigating, much like a Dashiell Hammett. Oh, yeah. Uh, into this movie. Were you sipping whiskey the whole time? I wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> I know, uh, right? Yeah. Doesn't it seem like detective work would be so much more fun if you're... Half drunk all the time. That is actually an observation I did want to make in this movie. Uh, is that uh, you know everywhere he goes, no matter who he talks to, you know they're just at their job or doing whatever, and they're just smoking and drinking. Yeah, on the job. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Even the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, why can't I go to my office and just have a, a bottle of uh, bourbon in my desk yeah. and just uh, take a couple shots right. every hour or so? Yeah, so, exactly. I mean. Uh, you know, and when did that? When did America lose lose its purity? Right. When have we stopped? Right. When have we stopped drinking? I, I mean, mean, you know, as soon as they get home, I know, you know everyone's drinking as soon as they get home. Right. Home, but. Yeah. But uh, I mean, even on Mad Men, which took place in the '60s, people are drinking on the job. Right. You know, I mean, what do I do at my job that is going to affect anyone if I'm just a little tipsy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, if anything, you'd be more relaxed uh-huh. and more, uh, you know, Yeah, I wouldn't focused. be on edge on the guy right. who sighs behind me all day. <laughs> right. Yeah. See? You would take the edge off. Of the, you wouldn't even care. You would offer that guy a drink and maybe he wouldn't sigh. I wouldn't offer that guy a drink. But if he would stop sighing, you wouldn't offer that guy a drink? I wouldn't offer that guy a drink. Oh, wow. Offering somebody a drink is a sign of friendship. I don't want to be friends with that guy. Maybe maybe you could give him the last of your bottle and be like... Be like I would throw the bottle away. Well, eh, whatever. <laughs> Seems like it was for for everyone's benefit if he stopped sighing, though. Eh, you know, I don't care about him stopping sighing. Mm-hmm. I care about me caring about him stopping sighing. Yeah. So <laughs> as long as you're tipsy, you're fine. As long as I'm tipsy, I probably would stop caring. Right, right. okay. Well, that makes sense. Right. Makes sense. And again, I say, if you offer someone a drink, that is a sign of, of uh, camaraderie and, and friendship. And uh, I don't want to extend that to him. I, but I have seen in some movies, they're like, pour yourself a drink, and the guy has a drink, and then they shoot him. Yeah. So, you know. Well, that's because the person assumes. Like, oh, he's a friend. Right. And so he takes that drink, and then he gets double-crossed. That's what I'm saying, dude. Right. Then you can push him out of the window. Oh. You guys are on, like, the fifth floor, aren't you? Uh, third. Well, that's high enough to kill a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's really injured. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, see? So, I'm sorry, you said you did some detective work. Uh, yes. So, this movie is uh, directed by Vim Vendors. <laughs> uh, but, apparently, this movie, only about 30% of the footage that he shot exists in this movie. Allegedly. I read the, I read the same thing. Okay. There's, Allegedly. There's no hardcore proof. No one, no one knows. Right. But allegedly, most of the movie was apparently, perhaps maybe, possibly, directed most, by Francis Ford Coppola. Most likely. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, he gets an executive producer credit. Right. But apparently, uh, yeah. Apparently there was some... Uh, some tension. Some tension. Some, yeah. Like somebody quit, one of the actors quit in the middle of the set, even though some of his, some of his footage is in the movie, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, yeah. But uh, I couldn't tell. Seems pretty seamless to me. There's a couple things I could tell. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, a couple of just weird shots that I don't normally associate with uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, okay. Uh, there were a couple of scenes where I think I even looked at you where it looked like it was just taking place all on, like, green screen footage. Okay. You know? Uh, like, like, you know, just pieces of the movie just didn't even fit together. But it was all, like, on at the same time. All right. Yeah. You know? And just a handful of little things, and I just assumed the uh, the weird stuff was all from Vim Vendors. Right. Uh, he, he seems like he's a uh, weirdish, a veered director. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I was trying to play that game when I'd see like like there's an awesome shot where uh, um, Dashiell Hammett character is like walking down the San Francisco street yeah. and you know you can see like an actual awesome background and you know you know like the street scene and it just looked amazing I was like I bet I bet that was Coppola yeah you know? oh yeah yeah stuff like that yeah. yeah but you never know I don't know Vin Vendor's stuff very well I've only seen this in Paris Texas so. I've seen this Paris Texas and uh, uh, that movie with uh critters no uh it was uh million dollar hotel ah. with uh mel gibson and oh okay. jeremy davies and uh mila jovovich and hmm. uh tim roth gosh i don't know this one and uh i think it's produced by bono which is uh, okay bono i guess he's still making movies too i guess i don't know i think there was one i looked him up on imdb and there's one in production for next year, yeah. but which surprised me. I assumed he was dead. No, no, he's still around. Right. No. Uh, this was uh, technically his first movie. Really? Yeah. Or his first American movie. Oh, actually. okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I can say that uh, I actively uh, dislike his direction. <laughs> really? And I uh, would hope to never see another movie by him. Oh, so you did not like this one? It was okay. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was decent. It, it had a lot of good moments, but for the most part, uh, just it was kind of eh, just slow. Right, right. Yeah, just uh, there's a lot of good characters. Though. Oh, there's a lot of yeah, there's some good characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't hate this movie. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even dislike this movie. I just didn't uh, uh, enjoy all of it. <laughs> right. I thought it, I thought it was good. Like I, I I think I liked it a little more than you did, but I didn't I didn't think it was amazing or anything. It just seemed like it was a good homage to noir movies, which I'm sure that's what it was trying to do. Yeah, uh, in like a, a a color scale, a a, a gray scale, if you will, mm-hmm. where where black would be I hated this movie, and white would be where I loved this movie. This falls on like a I'd say. Forty uh, percent black, okay, or like gray, you know. Okay, so so closer to the white end of the the spectrum. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was just I was bored too many times in the movie. Okay, to, to love it for being an hour and forty minutes long. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, 
it it was like just enough of a noir, like tip of the hat to noir that you know I didn't expect anything different. Right. But um, it it did sort of have you know the you know he's a writer thing, and there was like the you know he's always trying to write and get a script back, and I like that. Like I I thought that was a cool element to it. But I mean, but yeah, I mean it just kind of falls into that classic noir thing, you know, where there's a mystery and there's a girl and there's right. you know, drinking and you know I don't know it was. It was, it was cool, but it wasn't anything mind-blowing. No. Jack Nance was awesome. Mr. Uh, what's his name? Uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. In the movie? Yeah. Harry Salt. Salt, yeah. He had the bow tie. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's pretty much the reason you picked this movie. Well, he's not the reason I picked this movie. But... You have a list of movies, and every single one of them is because Jack Nance is in them. I have three. <laughs> I have three. And he's been in, like, 40 movies. So I, I looked up Jack Nance on IMDb because I was like, I want to see some more Jack Nance stuff. And uh, and I read the descriptions of most of them, and most of them I was just like, ah, whatever. But, yeah, this one sounded cool. I was like, I, was, I mean, this sounded like something that I would pick anyway. And honestly... I swear, I honestly forgot Jack Nance was in it until his name appeared on the credit screen. Because cause I, cause after reading the description of the movie, I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I forgot that Jack Nance was even in it. But, uh, but yeah, no, I love Jack Nance. He was great in this movie, I thought. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. He's, he's so just, he's, I don't know. He's got a, a weirdness to him, you know? Like this everything is, he does. Uh, pretty much the first thing that I could uh, say that I know that he was in. Right. That I saw. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't, you know, say one way or the other what I thought about him. Right. He was good in this. He, he was yeah. fine in this. He, yeah. he was okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like he was also guy. barely in it. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, he plays like a a major piece of the puzzle in right. the movie, but yeah, he's not got a lot, ton of screen time. So. He's uh not the villain per se, but he is uh, a tool of the villain. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although to say villain in, in this movie is uh, weird. Right. It's not like yeah. yeah. It's all it's all corrupt. Yeah. Exactly. Rich people and uh, pornography and uh, but all in like the twenties, thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'd say thirties. Thirties yes. seems safe. Right. Yeah. And, and even the main character, I mean, he's not hes not the best guy. Oh, no. He's yeah. following a 12-year-old hooker around for, like, <laughs> 10 minutes. He's going get some. Yeah. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> uh, well, that's unfair. <laughs> and that was creepy. Uh, she was creepy. She was creepy, and he was following her. Well, he was following her because she was uh, leading him to an escape from his imprisonment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He really wasn't trying to go get some. I hope not. <laughs> Just because I said out loud in the middle of the movie as that was happening, get some. Maybe that's what creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, as a joke, I said something and then that just ruined the film. Ruined the film. It, uh, you know, implanted in your brain. And uh... that's why I don't go to the movies anymore. I saw you over there lighting up your phone. You're looking on your phone. You're talking in the film. I was looking up stuff about this movie. <laughs> well, maybe that's what those guys are doing in the theater. They're like, they're like, oh, I'm curious. Wonder what else Tom Hanks has been in. I'm in my home. I'm just kidding. I'm in my home. No, that that joke didn't ruin anything for me. I just, 
It did Put sort of make it on my phone, dude. No, no. It just made me think. I'm in that my home. It made, it made me think like maybe he is a little creepy. Maybe he's like partly following her because she might help him escape, and partly because he's like creepy. <laughs> nah, I don't think he's creepy. Hmm. I think he's a little bit of a lech. But uh, you know, he's a, he's a 1930s manly man, right? He's, yeah, uh, you know, he's just uh, kissing dames and, <laughs> and drinking, drinking whiskey, and smoking, and even, shooting people. And even his uh, upholstery is somehow uh, masculine, right. according, according to the the dames that end up in his house. Like, ooh, there's such testosterone in your app, yeah. in your apartment. Even this chair. He's got a filthy sink that he just puts his hat on. <laughs> right. It's just uh, he is uh, he is just being. Testosterone incarnate. That's right. Yeah. That mustache. Oh, that's a nice mustache. Why can't I just have a mustache? You go for it. Like, I don't think I can. Yeah, I think you can. I don't think I can. If you do it, I will. We'll be the mustache. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about getting rid of my beard after Halloween because I might use it as part of my costume. I'm not sure. What the fuck? <laughs> but, but, uh. No, what? But after that. What? Am I, am I be part of my costume? What costume? I, I don't know yet. I don't want to get rid of it and then be like, oh, I need a beard for this costume. I'm a pirate. I need a beard. You know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so maybe after Halloween, I might. No. Like, <laughs> you are a 36 year old unemployed man living with your mom. Exactly. Don't make plans for Halloween costumes. <laughs> Oh, you're saying I have more important things to do? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, should I be packing a bowl instead? Is that what I should be doing? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. And the doctor in this movie... Wasn't he awesome? Uh, you mean the coroner? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was some sort of doctor. He called him the doctor. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the, the guy with the 13 kids. <laughs> he was great. Yeah, he was, he was one of my favorites. That, for me, was when the movie actually started kind of picking up for me. Right. Uh, like, up to that point, I was just like, yeah, I'm not enjoying myself at all. Right. But, uh, and, and, I mean, it did come around the part where Hammett is... Becoming a detective, you know, and he's, he's yeah. on the job. And right. so, like, yeah, it really started picking up for me. And then him being, like, one of the first interactions of, of that transformation was awesome. Yeah, because, okay, was he, so, basically, he used to be a detective, right? A Pinkerton detective or something? Yeah, I guess that's what they're saying. And then he stopped to become uh, a, a writer of detective stories, like cheap pulp defect detective yeah. stories. Penny Dreadfuls. Penny Dreadfuls. And uh, and so yeah, he kind of gets ripped back into sort of being a detective for right. his for his like buddy Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle, yeah, right. he's great. Peter Boyle is always awesome. Yeah, I love young Peter Boyle too. Huh? Yeah. When he's young, yeah, ish, youngish. Young-ish. He was uh, about fifty when this yeah. movie was made. Uh, that's one of the things I was checking on my phone because <laughs> uh, the character disappears and Hammett's uh, is like going around asking if people have seen him, and he describes him as like fifty-ish. Right, and I was like, nah, he was fifty at that point in time, right? And uh, so I looked him up, and this movie was made in eighty two. Eighty two. Well, it came out in eighty two. Right. Uh, he was actually like pretty close to fifty. He yeah. was like forty eight when this movie was was 
out. Did you think he was younger? I thought he was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah he looks a little younger in this. Uh, but then the the main character Hammett, uh, at the end of the movie, he says something about being thirty four years old and whatever. Uh, he was pretty much the same age as Peter Boyle. <laughs> Right, yeah, he doesn't look thirty four. He's no, got yeah. he had like gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so what's that actor's name? Frederick something? Frederick Forrest. He's great. He is pretty good in this. I don't I don't know that I've seen him in anything else, but uh, you have. Uh he's uh kind of a that guy. Oh is he? Okay. Um he was in uh, Apocalypse Now. He played uh, Chef. Okay. Uh he was in uh Falling Down. Hmm. Uh, the uh, the Michael Douglas movie. He played the uh Guy who owned the uh, uh, the the Nazi paraphernalia. So, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. So he's been in some stuff. He's been in a ton of Francis Ford Coppola movies, uh, and he's he's been in quite a few uh, David Lynch movies as well. Really? Yeah. And so yeah, so I noticed that connection in this movie is that there's there's three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the guy that plays the creepy, uh, the guy that's following. Yeah. Uh, Dashley Hammond all around. I forget his name, but he's... I don't think he had a name. Uh, the character. Okay, yeah. Uh, in the credits, he's just the punk. Okay, the punk, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, I don't even know the actor's name, but he's... Yeah, he was in Twin Peaks. And, yeah. Like, I don't know, Blue Velvet or something. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff, too. <clears throat> huh. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I like the, I like the guy that played Hammond. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was really he, good. He's awesome. Uh, definitely had a, uh, a distinct quality about Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was almost kind of like a Paul Newman mixed with Groucho Marx or something. I mean, not as not as goofy as Groucho, but just like he had that weird quirkiness to him. Yeah, uh, definitely got a Paul Newman vibe from him. Like, yeah. I definitely did get that, mm-hmm. uh, especially like towards the beginning of the movie. Right. Uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, he's just. Uh, I mean, once you strip away the fact that this is about sort of about an actual human being, right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a fictionalized version of Dashiell Hammett. Yeah. You know, where he is an actual detective and not just a writer. Um, uh, once you strip away that part, it is pretty much just your straight, noirish, right. you know. Hard-boiled detective. Right, yeah. And he gets roughed up, there's dames and double crosses and, you know, blackmailing and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was fine. Yeah. It's a fine movie. I wouldn't tell anyone to rush out and see it, but... Uh, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't poop on it either? I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, if it's on, you know, uh, for whatever reason, watch it. Right. You know, if you have Netflix, it's it's on there. Uh, you know. Or even just make a game out of trying to decipher which parts were directed by which director. Sure, yeah. It could be fun. Yeah. And, or, speaking of games, you can make a drinking game out of any time someone drinks in the movie, and you will be drunk. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Hmm. Mary Lou Henner is in the movie. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan. Wasn't she an Olympic gymnast? I don't know about that. I don't think so. I think it was Mary Lou Redden. Okay. Uh, Uh, She was in Taxi. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah. Big fan of Taxi. Hell, I know. I know you are. That's all yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing else to say. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's not fine. Not amazing, but good. Yeah, it's, it's it's well shot. It's it's well acted. It's quirky enough to to not be completely a waste of time. Right, yeah. 
like yeah, just like all the char- characters have just just little idiosyncrasies that that make it worth watching. Right? right. Yeah. They're yeah, they're interesting characters. I think. Yeah. Well written characters, especially the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's great>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're out of here. Oh, okay.
Hi, welcome back to Gutter Trash. What's up, buddy? Ah, nothing. <clears throat> Mouthful of, uh, was that water? Water. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Vodka. Mmm. <laughs> no, it's water. I know, I've heard gin is for old ladies. Yeah, I've heard that too. Uh, yeah. Scotch is the way young ladies like to drink. Young, pretty redheads. Yep. Yeah. According to the film we just yeah. watched. I guess, I don't know. We we both know some young pretty redheads. I don't uh, think I've ever seen uh, at least the one that I know best uh, drink scotch. Really? Yeah. Unless oh. I was, and then she just took a sip. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm sure if we're talking about the same lady, I'm sure. Uh, no, we're talking about uh, different ladies. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think my lady likes some scotch. Okay. I do believe. Yeah. But I don't think she has but, it very yeah, often. I actually have not ever seen her drink scotch either. Mm. Mm. I don't know that I have either, actually. Mm. Hmm. 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 She's lying to you. <laughs> she doesn't drink much anymore. Uh, really? Yeah. Neither do I. We're we're winding down. Are you teetotalers? <laughs> we are. Yeah. I'm. I'm uh, part of the new anti saloon league that's been uh, rearing up. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna get this town in order. I actually had a drink yesterday. Oh yeah. What'd you have? I had a little bottle of mead. A little uh, vanilla cinnamon mead? Yeah. I saw it in there. Yeah. I did some detective work. <laughs> it's all about <clears throat> observation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you got to look at earlobes and uh-huh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw the bottle, and then you looked very closely at my earlobe. I saw a little bit of vanilla cinnamon droplets on yep, there. You and can I, tell. I couldn't, I, at first, I was like, well, that could just be uh, part of his makeup routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I, I saw it. Yeah, figured it out. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was all right. Uh, you know, I'd, uh, I would rather have been drinking a uh, silver mead. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I went to uh, Belmont Party Supply uh, yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. and uh, was browsing around. And, uh, you know, because I had seen it the previous time I was in there and I thought, hey, maybe, you know. Uh, and so I thought, sure, let's go ahead and uh, buy it. My, my friend is coming over. She enjoys mead. Yeah. It'd be a nice surprise and uh, just a nightcap. You know? All right, yeah. And yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least I wasn't, you know, you didn't buy like a six pack or whatever. No, yeah. Okay. But for the cost of it, I probably could have. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Is it expensive? I bought that in a pop and it was $9. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's, yeah, it wasn't a giant bottle. It was... No, yeah, it was, it's pretty tiny. It's yeah. uh, like not even a pint. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Huh, well, that makes Mr. Uh, Silber's uh, mead seem like it's worth more, even. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, let's buy some. Sure. Send us some, we'll send you money. Sure, yeah. I mean, you don't have any money. No, I don't have any money. And I can't really afford to... Oh, uh, maybe you shouldn't there. send us any. Yeah, I mean, unless you don't want money for it, then you totally could send us uh, some. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No. Oh, that sounds like we're pressuring him at this point. Uh-huh. <clears throat> we're pressuring only if all of our listeners send us send us alcohol. That would be good. No, no, you know, uh, let's not, you know, pigeonhole all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Just as long as they send us all free stuff, mm. it doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol. I gotcha. Yeah. So, like, you know, something pretty to wear. Right. You know, uh-huh. like a... Something nice to read. Sure, yeah. Any of these things. Like a snuff film, maybe. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah not even like a you know, a gift certificate. Oh, okay. Yeah. A gift card, because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 a gift yeah. certificate. That's so... Yeah. Right. 
None of the good places have gift certificates. They all have That's gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Places like maybe Pizza Hut. Yeah. I would take a Pizza Hut gift card. Really? Or certificate. I would tolerate one. I would. I mean, you know, you send me something from Pizza Hut. It's not my preferred place to get a pizza. But if it's or free. any other kind of food items that they might have. Right, right. But again, yeah, if I'm not actually spending that money. It's a whole different story. Exactly. Though. Right, right. Yeah. I'll go eat a fucking McDonald's if somebody else is putting the bill. Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'll go eat at McCollins anyway. Oh. Fucking shameful. <laughs> <laughs> Joe G would probably not be very impressed right now. No. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I would uh, totally be down for some Pizza Hut if, if, again, if someone else is for that. I'm think, telling uh, you, we need to get sponsored by Pizza Hut. We should get sponsored by somebody. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Pizza Hut would be cool. Too. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fine. Sure. Who? I mean... We, They've got money to throw around. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's not like we're asking for a lot. We want a pizza a week. Right. What the hell? That's, you they, know, I'm sure they I'm sure they lose a pizza a night. Sure. And, you, know. you know, my, uh, <clears throat> my uh, one, of, one of the guys that uh, I work with, uh, there was a, uh, a sub shop that opened uh, across the street from where we work. And uh, so, like, on their grand opening, they uh, had this thing where if you dropped off your business card, you know, they would make a random drawing and, you know, uh, you get uh, free subs for a year. And uh, he won. Wow. He got uh, basically what it was is uh, basically one sub per week. So he got, like, 52 that... coupons for a small sub. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, like, two weeks ago, he brought in, like, 30 of them to the office because he had never used them. <laughs> oh, I think made three subs. Like, they were just, no, like... yeah, like, the, the coupons. Yeah, yeah, that's better. And, like, these have been on my kitchen counter for a month. <laughs> you boys can have them. Eat up. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, so uh, all of us uh, took some. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. Is it good subs? Yeah, it's all right. Mm-hmm. DeBella's, DeBella's mm-hmm. subs. Let's get them sponsors. But sure. Yeah. You'd have to pick it up and bring it here, though, because well, yeah. it's a long way for me to walk. Uh, well, I mean, there's uh, there's two in Dayton. Oh, there are? Yeah, okay. There's uh, one by the uh, Myers in front of uh, on, uh, Colonel Glen Highway. Oh, okay. There's uh, one by the uh, Kinko's off of 725. You mean the FedEx office? <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> I know I'm going to call it Kinko's forever, too. It's too bad that it's not. In fact, actually, they took over half the Kinko's. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because <laughs> I went there. And, uh, yeah, it was like... Uh, the, the one in Colonel Glenn? Uh, or? The one on, uh, on uh, 725. Oh, okay. Okay, by them all. Yeah, okay. I went to that one. And, uh, and yeah, uh, my, my friend and I were, were just sitting in the booth eating a sub, and uh, I was like, this is where the oversized color printer used to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad, right? Yeah. I miss Kinko's. Uh, I don't. Oh, I got all kinds of free copies there. <laughs> That's why I miss so it. So did I. Yeah, okay. Still don't miss it. Nope. No. Terrible, terrible place. Terrible place. Yeah. All right. I'll take your report. Mm-hmm. You should. I know best. In this instance, I know best. Okay. All right. So, so hey... Both of us have tried to make a terrible segue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we did. 
And uh, I did. I didn't notice yours. But. Uh, no, yeah, you tried, and then I tried, and uh, then we both just steamrolled over uh, both of them <laughs> as if uh, we weren't uh, trying to do this thing that we're going to do right now. Oh yeah, we're doing a thing now, which is uh, another Kurt Dins micro interview. All right, take it away, Kurt. This is Kurt Dins for the Gutter Trash Podcast Network, and I'm here with Fred Vogel, underground horror master, and uh, we have the one random question. And I'm going to pass it to Fred, and he will ask. He will answer whatever question he wanted. Here you go. My random question was, what was my first job? My first job was cutting pizza at a pizza hut when I was 16 years old. I was one of the fastest pizza cutters. I took a lot of pride in my job. And uh, we used to do these Pizza Hut Olympics, and I won a gold medal. It wasn't a real gold medal, but it was something. And uh, I think the pizza cutting skills has made me the filmmaker that I am today. There you have it. Oh, hi. Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. And Mr. Vogel? Vogel. Vogel. Fred Vogel. Vogel. Yes. Huh. I'm not familiar with his work. Uh, I'm not terribly familiar with his work, but I've uh, seen articles about him. and or Not him, but uh, his, uh, I guess, collective? Uh, okay. The August Underground. Uh, I've seen stories about them in uh, like Fangoria and Room Oregon. Okay, magazines of the like. So he's a good he's a good old horror director. He is a uh, underground uh, independent horror director. Yes. Well, that's that's uh, surprisingly cool. not. Uh, you know, friends with our own uh, Matt Brassfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That is. It's too bad. It's too bad they're not pals, and you know, and like that guy could probably give us some pizza advice. I said they were friends. Oh, they said they weren't friends. No. Oh, okay. I said surprisingly not. Friends with our own very own Matt Brassfield. Matt, Matt Brassfield. Uh, okay, they said surprisingly not friends with our Matt Brassfield. No, I said surprisingly not friends with Matt Brassfield. Okay. I didn't register your comma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. Well, that is good. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who I was talking to when I said good for you. All right. Either you or Matt Brassfield or that Fred Vogel guy. <laughs> or maybe it was Kurt. Maybe it was good for him. Maybe maybe it was for Pizza Hut. Maybe it was for Pizza Hut. Did he say which pizza place he used to work for? Uh, no. Yeah. Probably. I would assume wherever he uh, grew up. Yeah. Probably not Pizza Hut. Probably not Pizza Hut. Because that would have been an uncanny coincidence. If he had grown up at Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or if you would have worked at Pizza Hut, because we were just talking about Pizza Hut. That would have been weird. Wouldn't it? I mean, there's a million pizza places. Wouldn't it have been weird if that would have been the one that he worked at? Was Pizza Hut? Don't you think? What? Are you okay? What the hell is happening? <laughs> what is going on? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I said, wouldn't that be weird if the pizza place he worked at was Pizza Hut? It was Pizza Hut. Oh, was it? Yes. <laughs> I thought you just said it was. Why wasn't. the fuck would I be mentioning Pizza Hut otherwise? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't actually listen to the interview. Jesus Christ. Yes, you did. <laughs> who, who did the interview? Some guy from Pizza Hut? <laughs> Oh. 
So anyway. No. <laughs> um, good job. Good job, guys. Good job, Kurt. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is good radio. So what else is going on? <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't go anywhere or do anything. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Uh, I don't believe. Yeah. I don't believe. I uh, think. I think I've stayed in the in the house pretty much all week. I did my bike ride. So I'm going on a bike ride once a day. I switched uh, drawing nights, and so uh, I did uh, a different thing than I usually do on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. and, uh, just hung out with my friend. We uh, drank some uh, mead. Huh? Drank some mead. Drank some mead. We uh, we went to uh, the Second and Charles. Walked around there. That's a that's a nice store. Yeah, it's a fine store. I, I bought a few things. Uh, they, they they had a couple of the uh, Walking Dead uh, trades that I'm uh, missing, and, uh, and then. Uh, she uh, bought a CD. Mm. Uh, from, uh, it was a replacement copy of a CD that got stolen out of. Uh, oh no! What it was? It was uh, she lent someone this CD, and then his car got broken into, and that CD got stolen. Oh, that sounds like an elaborate ruse. Yeah. Well, this was also twelve years ago, mm. and she just never thought to replace it. So, hmm. so she wound up replacing Still, it. Still, and then we went to uh, a steak and shake. Nice. And, and uh, dealt with the perkiest waitress in the world. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a little irritating. <laughs> well, perky's good, right? Yeah. It's better than, you know, foul. Yes, but uh, yeah, somewhere in between is where I like oh, my okay. waitresses. Right. In that gray area we talked about earlier. Right, yeah. Right. Closer to perky than <laughs> closer to foul. Right. But still. 60% yeah. perky, 40% foul. Right. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of foul. Uh, <laughs> foul stench is playing. Uh, no, I wish. <laughs> Are they? I don't know. Sometimes they play that little bar down the street from yeah. here. Um, no, I, I guess uh, we missed the uh, big convention in Columbus this weekend. Um, I've heard it's not that great anymore, but. Oh, Wizard World? Wizard World, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard from a couple of dealers that they're. Like they don't even do the show anymore because it's just gotten so expensive and full of media. I guess that's it's right. not. It's wizardable. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's fine if you're into that, but I, like I, I just like I don't like going to a comic convention where there's a bunch of TV show celebrity type right. people. I just I just want to see comic book guys. Right. Know? Um. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Uh, I've. Uh... Been to one Wizard World show, and I'd prefer not to ever go back to another. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're the ones what bought the Mid Ohio Con, so. Right. So that show is uh, something I'll probably never go to again. I I did have like a cool comic book experience. I forgot I did on Monday. Um, my buddy, um, this guy that I've known forever, and I just kind of lost touch after. Uh, you know, like mid nineties and he started coming back into Mavericks in the last year. And so anyway, he had me come over to his house and help him pick out five books to have Stan Lee autograph. Cause he was going to get five Stan Lee autographs. 
He's, he's, he's like building up a Silver Age collection so he can like pass them on to his kids, you know, have them something to, you know, like sell for cash, but so that he can actually enjoy it now instead of just putting it in stocks or something. So he had me like go through his Silver Age books and help him choose. And that, it was kind of fun because I'd, I hadn't really looked through a ton of comics since I left Maverick. So it was like kind of fun to look through all these old Silver Age books and look, like, especially he had, he had a, ton of early ones like i think he had like some some of the first 10 x-men and you know first iron man and first captain america so but i mean tales of suspense and, uh, no like the actual like captain america number 100 yeah you almost you tried to get me yeah <laughs> but basically the only thing i'm actually getting from this story is that you miss working no <laughs> No, I miss... Uh, is pretty much the subtext of what no, you're No, I miss Silver Age Comics. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get a job at CGC. That was great stuff. <laughs> uh, it looks like a nine. I'm going to lunch. I'm sure that's how it is, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I hope the convention went well. hope you got some good Stanley autographs. Stan, Stanley didn't call in sick that you know. Right? I have no idea. Yeah. I didn't even know this thing was happening. Really? Yeah. The big... What's your world thing? Hmm. It's not a show that I pay attention to. Right. Right. And also, uh, does the Stan Lee charge for like everything he does now? Uh, just a minuscule $65 per autograph. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Stan Lee can go fuck himself. You know, like to walk in the door there and get one autograph from Stan Lee would be $95. Just to walk in the door and get his autograph. That's fucking crazy. Yep. I mean, I know he's Stan Lee, but, you know. But he's also Stan Lee. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, res- I respect the guy for some reason, but I still wouldn't pay, you know. I'd pay maybe 10 or $15 for his autograph, but I wouldn't pay 50 bucks. I wouldn't, pay for, I wouldn't pay for anyone's autograph. Stan Lee, though. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I might for Stan Lee. Uh, I wouldn't. But, uh, I don't care who you are. If you charge for an autograph, I don't need your autograph. Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Even if you invented Thor. <laughs> the one Marvel character that I can point at and say, I don't give a shit about that character. He, he, didn't, he didn't invent Thor, though. Yeah, but that was my joke. But, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's a living legend. That's yeah. pretty cool. He's living. He's, you know, kind of... His legend isn't necessarily that great. <laughs> you know. Oh, no, as a as a huge Jack Kirby fan, I, I see the faults in Stan Lee. <laughs> yeah. but, but still, I mean, you know, it's just, it's fucking Stan Lee, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, not, if, if he was giving away free autographs, sure. No, no problem doing that. You know, uh... Sure, you know, and, and you know, because I'm also sure that he's also getting paid to be there anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, immensely, I'd imagine. Right. Yeah, I've I've honestly never paid for anyone's autograph. Like I've paid for like whatever I bought from them and they signed it. Like right. that's happened before. And I think sometimes those guys weren't signing unless you bought something from them. Sure, but but I, still, I get that. Yeah, I totally get that. Right. But you know, you're you're still getting you're getting a thing. A tangible thing that uh, you didn't walk in with. Yeah. That, that, you know, also has their signature on it. I, I'm just wondering, like, is Stanley doing that, you think, because 
I mean, surely he doesn't need money, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he... Marvel, Marvel basically pays him not to sue them. Right. So, <laughs> which seems odd, right? Because you know? it's like, well, if we stop paying him, he's going to get all this money from us. Wait a minute. <laughs> but does he like doing that then, or is he building up an empire for his grandkids? Or I don't know, the guy's ninety-two years old. I can't imagine liking much of anything at that age. I know, right? So he might, he has to because he's. Well, it's got to be just for the money. I would have to imagine that, or that, or he. Like, you know, some some older people, you know, they probably really appreciate any time someone walks up to them and wants to hear their stories. So maybe he's doing that sort of thing? Like, he just, he, he wants the attention? or uh, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I'm sure he wants the attention because, you know, he is Stanley, and that's like 95% of his thing. Right. That he's an attention whore. <laughs> uh, you know, and I think that... Uh, you know, he's also not a guy that, uh, you know, people wouldn't normally come up to him anyway just to hear what he had to say. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like, like he's not just some old crazy man on the street corner. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, he is Stanley. Right. You know, I'm sure that any time he is out in public that people recognize him, he gets accosted. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, but but I can't imagine that he enjoys it. Huh. I mean, it ha- it, especially if he is charging $65 per autograph. For autograph right. yeah. And, you know, God knows how much he would charge for like a photo op. Yeah, surely there's not a lot of kids. You know, it's not like he's doing it for the kids. Right, yeah. Unless their parents are paying the $65 just for the, for right, the kid. But yeah. but, yeah. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little nutty. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I have this comic that's signed by Jack Kirby. It's an old Captain America comic mm-hmm. that I did not get signed in person. Um, <laughs> but it came through in a collection once at Mavericks, and I bought it. And, we, you know, we can't prove that it was signed by Jack Kirby because there's no certificate or we don't even right. we don't even know who sold it to us. It was just, like, in our stuff. Um, but I bought it, and I was thinking about, like, there was it crossed my mind. I was like, wow, I should go to... Mid Ohio or whatever it's called now, Wizard World, Columbus, and right. pay to Stan Lee to sign this. And that's started thinking. I was like, if I could get Jack Kirby's signature for free, I would feel like a fool paying sixty-five dollars for Stan Lee's autograph, right. which you know honestly might you know well, that would bankrupt you in the first place. It would bankrupt me, and like it might make you know the spirit of Jack Kirby like come and erase his name from that comic. Right, know? right, yeah. Um, so. It's like I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. For a second, it like for like an hour, I was like, I, I'll do that. I'll have a comic signed by both of those guys because right. that would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I changed my mind. Good for you. Yeah. The game. I, I, I don't uh, believe in paying for it. It's just. He's one of the few I would consider. Right. But, yeah. but like you know, even at the uh, the horror hound show, you know, I was just like, why would, why would anyone just go stand in line and then pay? Just to meet a guy, you know. Right. It's just, it just seems kind to of have Daryl from Walking Dead sign your tits. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. You know. uh, I mean, yeah. Especially if you sign your tits, that's that's uh, that's a privilege on him. He should be paid. He should be paid. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, on a case by case scenario. Sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's that that whole thing is weird to me. The whole. Autograph for money thing. Right. That's just weird. I mean, I get, 
I get that at one point it became obvious that a ton of people were selling the autographs on eBay. Right. So if if they're going to sit there and sign all day, if there's going to be money changing hands, I get that they want a part of that money. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just like a whole mess. Yeah. But you know, eh, I don't know because eh, I don't know. I don't necessarily even get the whole. Well, I mean, I get it, but you know, I don't fully understand the whole, you know, selling of autographs on eBay anyway. Right. You know, like, like, you know, and then we've talked about this before, you know, where, where I've had people go out and get me autographs, you know, on, on stuff that I like. Oh, yeah, know, I'm not there. Right. You know, uh, like, I, you know, I don't ever plan on selling those on eBay or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, I think that, you know, if you're going to these shows and you're getting an autograph, just for the sole purpose of selling it on eBay, that just, uh, just it's gross. Why, why, why bother doing that? You know, eh, maybe, maybe they think they can like make a some waste money. Of everybody's time, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Unless they think they can make some money on me, like they can right. make twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah, and like you know, like if I'm looking for something online, you know, on eBay or whatever. You know, like it's not going to persuade me one way or the other if it's autographed or not. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I just I don't care. You know? Right. Yeah, I, I like my buddy Gene. He was he was he was going and he was, he was like, yeah, look at the list. You know, and see if there's anybody that you know you'd want me to get an autograph for you. And I was like, ah, I, I mean, yeah, there's there's not. You know, I didn't look at the list, but I know Tim Vigil was going to be there, yeah. and I love Tim Vigil's artwork. But even that, I was like, I would I would want his autograph on something if I was there, like because I could because right. it would give me an excuse to. You know, be like, hey, I've been reading your comics since I was inappropriately aged, and uh, I love them, and I think you're amazing, and I really wish you would do something other than porno, and you could do like Batman or something because it would be fucking awesome. But, um, but yeah, no, like I, I wouldn't just want him to get my grips comic signed. I don't right. know. Yeah, we've talked about that before too, and I don't particularly care one way or the other how I get the autograph if I'm there or not. Right. It's cooler if I'm there, sure. Yeah. I'm, but, you know, if I just like the person and, and I know that you were, uh, like, last week, our friend Joe yeah. uh, was going to a convention, you know, saying, hey, you know, get get these signed for me. And uh, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. I, I, get, I get that, too. But I, I think, that for me, the huge part of it would be just, like, uh, like something that reminds me of the experience. Well, yeah. I, I get it. You know, like I said, I prefer to be there myself. Right. Sometimes you just can't. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, last week Joe went to the Cincinnati Comic Expo, the one that was actually in Cincinnati. Right. Uh, and uh, he got me a couple signatures. Uh, he got me some uh, some Mike McCone and Doug Mankey and uh, Yannick Paquette. Ooh, what, what do you What did you get Mankey to sign? Uh, I got him the uh, the uh, Seven Soldiers Frankenstein series. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I got uh, Yannick Paquette to sign uh, the Bulleteer Seven Soldiers thing and the first issue of Batman Inc. And uh, Mike McCone to autograph the uh, Secret Society of Superheroes miniseries. Which one's that? It is a uh, it is a uh, Howard Shaken written uh, Elseworlds miniseries. Uh, okay, hmm. which I've now just decided is the next pick. <laughs> All right, because I didn't have one before. <laughs> okay, huh. interesting. 
Sorry. <laughs> no, no. It's all right. I won't. I won't veto. Okay. I will say on record, not a huge chicken fan. Right. But I wouldn't veto something that he written wrote that he written. Wow. He did written it. He did written it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah. I guess I should probably shouldn't pick uh, Satellite Sam when that uh, becomes a collection. Actually, he just drew that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I would I would rather read something that he only drew than okay. than something he only wrote. But right. but you know that's cool. Yeah. I like I like his art better than I like his story stories. Oh my god, I'm getting stupider. <laughs> we sh- we should stop. <laughs> when he stories the stuff that he's written and stuff, it's pretty not good. <laughs> I would like to just go ahead and make the argument that uh, you reached your limit of stupid about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I think it's because I used to be, you know, in constant interaction with other humans. Like, I mean, like both of the jobs I had were like a constant flow of people that were talking to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now I'm like, I talk to like you, Kathleen, my mom, and Doogie. And that's it. <laughs> And, uh, like, I'm getting dumber because, I mean, clearly none of you have brain power. And then, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, none of you are, like, you know, magic customers or mentally disabled teenagers. So, you know, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I think I'm, I am getting a little dumber, though, because I, I don't, I don't inter- interact as much with other people. That's mostly my animals and I read. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't interact with uh, anybody. Look at me. I'm doing fine. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, well, then my theory is shot to hell. <laughs> and also, I think we can go back through the last five years of this, uh, it's, this internet program. And, it's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a single episode you could listen to and be like, those guys are pretty smart. <laughs> but at least we understand that. Yeah. Uh, the other week, uh, my friend and I were talking, and uh, uh, I was uh, introducing her to a, a podcast that I, I knew she might enjoy. Uh, but you know, she works thirty-seven jobs and goes hmm. to school full time, so she barely has time to you know do anything. Right. <clears throat> so I was just looking at my phone, and I found an app that uh, she could use to to stream different podcasts. Yeah. And so I was playing around with it, and she wound up, uh, you know, downloading that app and using it for that podcast that I was talking about, and also for us. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't think that she'll ever listen to us, but whatever. Right, and yeah. as well, she shouldn't. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, but I was, you know, playing around with it, and I put our show on there, and it has every episode on it, you know, and, uh, you know, it just pulls directly from our, our site, you know. And uh, had the first episode in which I started playing. Huh. And I listened to about 20 minutes of it. Uh, we have uh, not gotten better. <laughs> we have we gotten worse? But we're different. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're, we're a little different now. Really? Yeah. Well, what was the difference? Uh, we uh, we were a little dry and a little, uh, a little less... Uh, Intentionally humorful, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> right? Uh, and we were drunker, probably. Uh, we may have had some drinks at the time, which yeah. is weird. You would think, like, if we were drinking, we wouldn't be as serious, right? Yeah. I mean, we weren't super serious, but we were, you know, a little more serious. Hmm. Uh, I mean, we had some chuckles in that first twenty minutes, right. but right. Uh, 
we weren't just uh, completely blowing it off from the get go right. as we do now. Was it was it better somehow? Uh, again, not necessarily better. Right. We have not gotten worse, and we have not really even gotten better. No, I'm sure. Yeah, we're, we're just different. <laughs> yeah, we're bad in a different way. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> And I really could only stand to listen to the first 20 minutes of it before I was like, I should stop this. Was that the one where we watched that Mike Allred movie? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. What was it called? G-Men from Hell? Yes. And we also read uh, the uh, Astounding Astounding Wolfman. That's right. We did two things. We did two things in the show. What were we thinking? I don't know. It was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we figured it out and hit our stride. I mean, we are nothing if masters of the podcasting (laughs) art. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we are. Hmm. So what are we reading? We are going to read The Secret Society of Superheroes. Secret Society of Superheroes. Yes, it is a two-issue Elseworlds series written by Howard Shaken and David Tishman, drawn by Mike McCone. Okay. Who's David Tishman? Or we can talk about it, I guess, next time. Yeah, he's uh, Howard Shaken's co-writer. <laughs> okay. I'm not familiar. <laughs> Well, that gives me hope it's at least co-written by someone else. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, Excelsior? I don't know. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>